go through chapters in our life. We go through moments. We capture on film, on a camcorder, in a camera setting, right? And you ask yourself, did you ever look at yourself as a child and see yourself in these whole movies of your family and you when you were young, of a happier time, a time when there was no pain, a time when you were all together enjoying each other's company, a time to have true happiness. And then one day you think, we're gonna have the same type of togetherness as we get older, not knowing what is waiting around the corner, right? Because, you know, anything is possible. Someone can get sick, I mean, someone could easily be taken from us. The one thing I want for myself, I want promises to be kept. When you make a promise to someone, you intend to keep it. You say to yourself, I have to promise to make you happy, to come to you to have the life that we have dreamed of for so long. If you tell me, or you get down on one of your hands and knees and you say to me, I promise you, I will make life better for us. I promise you to make you happy. I promise you. That's the word right there, promise. Let's break down the word promise. P, patience, R. Remarkable. O, outstanding. M, marvelous. Actually, I would be more of intelligence. S, surviving. E, enduring. Promise, promise. I promise you. I promise to bring you the world. I promise to love you. I promise to cherish you. I promise to keep you. I promise to protect you. I promise to never break your heart. When you make a promise to someone, you always should keep that promise. But if you break your promise, how am I going to look at you? Every promise that was ever made to me in my lifetime was broken. It was never set in stone, right? You think the people in your life, I promise to do this for you. I promise to do that for you. How many times have I heard that word? I promise. Cross your heart and hope to die. Stick a needle in your eye. And we used to say that when we were little. I promise I will not tell anyone. I promise to keep our love a secret. I promise to protect you. I promise to honor and cherish. I promise to take care of you through good and bad. I promise. But see, a lot of people don't know how to take that word seriously. Promise. It's a word that means something. If you say to me, I cross my heart. I promise you I will never hurt you. I will never deceive you. I will never make you cry. I will always make you happy. I will give you a good life. We will have a good life together. That's my promise to you. I could say all of that. Will you still say the same thing about me? Will you say to me in your undying love for me, I promise. Promises, promises, right? As a lot of people say that. Promises, promises are hard to keep, right? And they're easily broken. 
just like a heart is easily broken. How many times are you going to go through life with pain? And my mother had said to me, there's no way I'm going to look at you and see you crying. But the end of the year comes, you're going to have all of the happiness and success. You have someone watching out over for you. And if I'm not there in the physical sense, I'll be watching over you in the spiritual sense. Mother, it's not the same thing. I need to know that you're going to have, that I'm going to have your blessing when I do finally introduce you to the man who's going to be a part of my life. I want your blessing. Give me a sign. Give me some type of a signal. She always wanted me to be happy. And even before she passed and before she got sick, she wanted that happiness for me, but she never wanted to see me cry. She goes, I've seen you from the time you were a little girl to a young woman, how much pain you've gone through, what has or who has done that type of pain to you. See, my mother doesn't like it when you say something or do something to me and it's hurtful. Were you gonna make me cry? When you're gonna disappoint me? You're gonna walk away from me? I've been left standing there wondering why. My heart has been torn all over the place, twist and turn, you know. You know, a heart can easily be broken and some people have actually died from a broken heart. That is a real condition. It's not a, from a diagnosis or from a, a mental disease or, or a physical disease. It's a, it's a disease or a diagnosis of broken heart. You can literally die from a broken heart. How many times are you gonna break someone's heart? How many times are you gonna break down their persona and their mental spirit and their human spirit? Because I've said to all of you, the human spirit is very hard to break in somebody. We as humans are resilient. We as humans can withstand anything, but when we've had somebody in our lives that have come to us and have done all these terrible things to us, how many times are you gonna inflict pain on someone? How many times are you gonna hurt someone by your hurtful words or by your actions? How many times? And you think of all of the consequences of what it happens. As some people are very sensitive, some people are fragile, some people can stand up for themselves then there are ones that are in far few between that don't say anything because you just don't know what they're thinking at that moment. You think, well, my God, did I really hurt them? Did I really say those things? My advice to all of you, when you know you're going to say something terrible to someone you claim you love, think before you speak. Once you get that word or that awful phrase out of your mouth, you cannot take it back, no matter how many times, because that's the one thing that they will remember. God forbid, God forbid, something happens to them and they get hurt, what is the last thing they're gonna remember? The awful things that you said to them. That's what they're gonna remember. If you ask me, I think that's shameful for people to attack other people because of that. To put someone down, to make you feel as if you just don't belong. My mother saw pain in my eyes. I would try to hide it from her. But you can't hide anything from your parents. Your parents know, you know. My father would always try to make my life beautiful when he was alive. He saw the pain. He said, I don't like to see my daughter alone. She doesn't have friends. She doesn't go out anywhere. Why is that? He questioned it. He wanted to know why, but nobody would give him an answer. Or maybe they didn't know what the answer may be. Is she shy? That shouldn't hold somebody back. If you get to know her, you would want to be around her more and more. She's a very kind soul. Sweet, funny, lovable. And she will defend her own. She's been known to do that. My father would tell you, she takes after me. I can be blunt when I need to be. And I can 
not be that prim and proper woman that will hold her tongue. See, my mother and father were opposite. Now, my father was blunt. My mother, well, she held her tongue, but there were times when she thought, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to let you have it. She would tell you what's on her mind, and you would hear a mouthful from her. The only thing I know is that I know what I want in life and who I want to be with. The question is, will it happen? I don't want to have doubts. I know my heart of hearts because I pray to God for a miracle. I pray to him every single day. I thank him for everything he's done, that he's given me that second chance in my own life. Because, you know, I could have easily passed away at the age of 35 and not have seen or accomplished anything. I would, I would not know. I would have been the unknown woman, the woman with no heart, the woman who had her heart broken so many times, she didn't know what to do with herself. She had to look to other places. She had to go to other places. She wants to be accepted. I wish I can be accepted. I can. I'm not accepted in my own part of the world. Nobody likes me. And in the people that I have in my life who claim, yes, I will be there for you, turn out it's all a big lie. They play upon my emotions. They make me want to cry. When you make someone cry, does that make you feel better? You know, people are fragile, women in particular. Women are been known to have sensitive, we are sensitive creatures by nature. So if you say something to us to hurt us with your mouth, with your fists, we are gonna feel that pain. And we're gonna learn not to trust you or anyone if we ever come across someone who says, I will never hurt you in that way. My father is a perfect example of a man who kept his word to my mother. He said, I will never hurt you. Physically, emotionally, mentally, I will not do that. Real men don't do that. Real men do not put their women down. Real men don't take their women and, and make them feel like they're nothing. Attack them left and right because when a man starts to do that, he's not a man at all. He has his own demons he's dealing with. So he's taking out all his anger and frustration on the one woman he claims he loves and will protect. When you, bake, when you break your promise to the woman that you love, shame on you. My father had said, we will banish those evil men, the men who try to hurt our daughters, our women. We will hurt them. We will get back at them by evilness. So my mother and father were old school. They believed in the evil lie. They said it did work. I want to believe it too. Someone that you don't like, someone who's an enemy of your past, someone who's trying to get to you now to destroy what you want out of your life, evil eye. You, again, you don't say anything to them. You just give them a look. And believe me, if it does work, you will have won because then they can't come at you again. They can't come near you. You have that power to make their life a living hell. Just like they made my life a living hell all those so many years ago. I want to go someplace far away from here. I want to be known as anonymous. I don't think if ever in my lifetime I was ever happy in one place. I want to travel the world and see where I can go. Where will it lead me to? Will it lead me to redemption? Will it lead me to a path of righteousness? Will it lead me to a path of harmony and serenity and peace? I want someone to cover me with their kisses and hold me tight. Never let me go. Stare into my eyes and say, take away the pain. Can you take away the pain? I'm scared of what's going to happen at the end of this year. Will I live to see another year? 
Now, I don't want to be a pessimist, but I get fierce, you know, my emotions run over. They take over my life. They have taken over my life since I can remember. I can remember a time when I looked at home, home movies of myself. I saw myself as a little girl questioning every little thing. Questioning people, their intentions. Just wondering, why is this? Why is that? Your parents were your own teachers, right? They provided you with the best education because in school, you're not going to learn the things that your parents taught you. And if you do learn something similar, it's not exactly the same. What you pick up in school, you're not going to pick up in the real world. When you want to have a real world experience for your children, you go and travel to that part of the world where you can really interact and see how things are done meet people and get to know them and really immerse yourself in their culture. That's what makes it important, right? And you say to yourself, can I do that? But I want to go back to Greece. I want to go back to Greece for for myself to see what it was like for my parents growing up. Because I'm sure the area where they're lived at now does exist, but it's still a, it's a ghost town. There's no living thing. There's no life there. It's very empty. But it was very grim in their time, you know. My mother and father made me believe that I had a place in this world, and I still do. They're both angels. They're living in the house of the Lord. The Lord's watching out over them. They've done everything they could to give me a life that I wanted, to give all of us the life that we wanted. But in order for us to continue on with life, we have to make sacrifices. And we have to stand by the people that are in our lives. And we have to support them in any way we can. I just want to be known, but there are times when I want to escape from all the pain and the hurt. I'm a woman that's crying out real tears. I'm a woman that's crying out, please release me, please. I want to have freedom. I want to have happiness and love. I want to have laughter. I want to, I want to recognize. I want to be recognized, but I also want privacy. See, now they say, well, you can't have it both ways. Yes, you can. In the real world, you can have anything you want. Whatever your heart desires, whatever your gut feeling tells you, that's what you do. You have a little voice in your head that tells you, do I need to stay here and be miserable, or can I go someplace far away and make myself be unknown, the unknown woman, the woman of nothing? Someone wants to interview me for life story. We want to put you on the cover of a magazine. We want you to talk about chapters in your life, starting from when you were a little girl to the present. Has anything changed? Tell us everything about you. Something we could be proud of. I said, well, there are a lot of things I could be proud of. One in particular I can be is how me and you can evolve together. Me and my significant other who I love, and he knows that I love him. I want to do right by him. I want him not to worry. I want him to be taken care of. I want to take care of him as much as I can. I want to give him everything and anything that he asks for, his heart desire. But I want it all. I also want us to have a glorious life together. A life filled with a lot of happiness, a lot of pain. Well, I'm sorry, let me take that. A lot of pleasure. Peace, serenity, pleasure, happiness, glorify, glorification. Oh Lord, thank us for everything. Thank us for giving us life. Thank us for connecting us to each other. 
for finding true happiness within each other. Thank you. You have to say thank you every single time something good comes your way, you thank the Lord because he was the one man who truly helped you. He helped you. He helped you find your way in this world. Do you know that when my father and mother passed away, I lost who I was? I wasn't living. Now everyone's like, how is that possible? Well, on the inside, I was dying. I actually, a small part of me went with them the day they died. Both my mother and father were a big part of my life and my identity went with them. Because you become a part of your parents. You are a part of your father. You are a part of your mother, right? You are a part of both of your parents. You want your life to be pleasant. You want your life to be happy. You want your life to be whole. You want your life to have fulfillment. You want your life to have meaning, substance, sustenance, right? If I look at everything that's going on in this world, everything that we're going through, I'm still by myself. Now, I've spoken with my loved one, my dear, sweet love, and I said to him, you have people around you, you know, whether it's people you work with or your friends, neighbors. Who do I have? Nobody. He goes, I'm with you. You don't understand. Until you're physically with me, I am still alone. And my voices get the best of me. All the times I think about what's going to happen at the end of the year. Holidays to me are depressing. Everybody goes to these extravagant parties. I want someone to notice me for once. Let's put on a little black dress and let's go out and we will walk hand in hand, arm in arm, and we will show each other off to the world. We will be the couple that people want to be. I don't want to make an impression like that. I just want us to be normal. No lights, no cameras, no photographers, no nothing, no being in the spotlight. And, you know, people recognize you because they say, oh, I heard your podcast. You are beautifully narrating your life story and you're talking about everything and anything and we love listening to you and you've helped us. Have I though? I've wondered about that. I wondered about that for so long. I dream of a life where me and my loved one go on a nice long trip to paradise. Just the two of us, just to get away from all the drama, get away from everything and everyone, and just have that alone time to capture, to absorb in each other, to look into each other's eyes, to find the happiness within us that we've so longed, that we've so wanted for a long time, because it's very rare to find someone who's like you who has your similar ideas, similar wants and goals in life, what you want for the future, what you are looking for, who you are looking for. You, I've thought about that. How many times I've actually woken up in the middle of the night, thought about where is my life going? Everyone around me has found happiness. Everyone around me has found a place in this world. And I'm still looking when in all reality, I should have found it by now. And I've run into obstacles and a dead end and a roadblock. Why is that? Why is it easy for other people to have everything and anything they want? It comes easily to them. And for us, it's a different story. 
I think of all the times, of all the pain that I've gone through in my own life, and I say to myself, will I ever not have any pain? Will I ever be happy? Will I ever smile again? The only time I smiled is when my mother and father were alive. We would take trips. We would spend that time together. The holidays would come around. It would be a joyous occasion. Now it's a grim occasion. I haven't been able to celebrate in a long time. I can't pretend that it doesn't bother me. But I know my mother. She says, you have to be with your family at this time. I'm like, I can't. That every time I get together with my family, they want to know too many things. They want to... I feel like everyone's looking at me and staring at me and judging me. No, I'm not being paranoid, but that's how I feel. You know when you go to a family function and everybody's paired off and you're the only one who's not? You wish that someone was on either side of you holding your hand and you can enjoy the festivities, you can enjoy the holidays and being together. That's what I dream of. And every person that I was with was never there. It was, it was like, it was my imagination. And the thing I've always wanted is to find that and to be a part of their world, their life, their customs, their tradition, be a part of their family and be accepted. Will I ever be accepted? Now part of me screaming out, please, someone take an interest in me. Really, really make me see. There's beauty in this world. You don't have to go to that darkness. You can go towards the light, towards the sunshine, towards the blue skies, towards the happiness. No pain, just happiness. It's like a broken record in my life, all the pain that I've gone through. I've never been able to find peace within myself. There's always some type of tragedy or drama, you know. Whether it's your family or it's outside, it's always pulling you back. I want to go away from them. I want to take a trip far away from everybody and maybe become anonymous for a while. I pleaded with my with my significant other, please, let's go someplace far away, just the two of us, so we can be with each other and not have anyone or anything come between us. I'm always afraid that when we have that true happiness, finally, that someone or something from the outside is gonna try to tear us apart. I'm not gonna let it happen, and I know he's not gonna let it happen, but you always have to think in the back of your mind, who wants to do us harm? Who wants us to not be together? Who wants us to not have happiness? And my mother said, we will watch over you. And we will make sure that no one comes between the two of you. I don't want to see sadness. I don't want to see you unhappy. It tears me apart. But to think that May of 2020, my life would have ended if it had not been for my LinkedIn contact who brought me out there the first time. We see greatness in you. We see you accomplishing and helping and doing. And we hope to God one day you come to our part of the world and you make it happen. I hope so too. It's a matter of time, which is very limited. It's a matter of patience. It's also a matter of perseverance. Can we persevere? Can we survive? We can. I know I can. I've always been made to feel the ugly duckling, the ugly princess, the woman that nobody wanted, the woman who would even take a good look at. If I was growing up, I could tell you, even in high school, all the girls and the boys had someone to love, someone to fall back on. I know you're going to say, oh, those, that's high school. But 
you know, when you think about it, someone said, yeah, this is my sweetheart. We've known each other since school, and we're now together, and we have a happy life, and we have a family, and we're wonderfully... I mean, yes, that's wonderful, but is that realistic? You know what I believe? Sometimes if you meet somebody in your lifetime, whatever it is that they do in life, is the thing is, you don't look at what they do for a living, and you don't look at what they have. You look at the person themselves to see the kind of person they are. Are they good? Do they have a kind heart? Are they compassionate? Do they understand? Have they been in the same shoes as you have? Have they walked in the same type of pain that you have? Have they lived in that type of situation that you have? Sometimes two people can come together and have so much in common, but can also have a little bit of a difference. That's okay. No mother and father complimented each other because of their circumstances. They came out of poverty, and they both struggled and survived it, in two different ways. But they got together after all said and done, and my father worshiped my mother, and my father loved my mother, and my father never ever took my mother for granted, and always took, watched out for her, and took care of her, and did everything for her. And my mother did the same. They loved each other so much, but they couldn't live without each other. And then my father, made that statement when my mother was sick in the hospital with her blood disease. He had said, I can't live without her. And I said, Dad, Mom is going to be okay. You have to believe in the power of prayer. you got to believe in the Lord and pray to Well, my father wasn't religious, though. You know, yes, he would attend services on the holidays, but he wasn't really a church-going man. My mother was more religious than anything. And when my father had gotten to the hospital twice with a heart attack, she thought she was going to lose him at that young age. We thought we were going to be without a father. I couldn't imagine living with my father when I was a little girl, because you always think your father will always be around. You're his princess, right? He's your king. He's your he's your uh, uh, the, your protector, the person who will take care of you and who will make sure that you have happiness and love and everything else in between. Who cares about the material things? Like again, he presented me with that statue. He gave it to me because he said, I loved you. I didn't have any reason as to why I went out. I got it for you because I love you. Through his hard work, that's what he did. He went out and he got things for us because he wanted to, not because he was forced to. What real man does that? My father was a real man with real emotions and real tears. His tears were real. And when he saw me go through the pain that I went through where I wanted to just take myself out of this world because I didn't have meaning, I didn't have a purpose in life. I was shunned. I was forgotten. I was just made to feel like I didn't fit in, didn't belong. He made it beautiful for me. He took me to another part of the world and he made me see, hey, look, you belong here and you have a lot to go in for you. And I want to see greatness in you. I want to see you be great. I want to see you stand out from everybody. I want you to be different and I want you to be unique and I want you to just go out there and make it happen. Because I admire how, how he did it. When he came over here, that's what he did. He didn't let anyone or anything stop him from achieving his dreams and his, his goals. He made us a central part of his life. The only part of his life. His job was second. No matter how many jobs he took on, we came first. We were important to him. That's how much he loved us. He gave us strength. He gave us love he gave us determination and courage he gave us everything and without your parents what do you have left 
shell of yourself? I'm a shell of a woman. Do I have anything that I want? Do I have anything that you can give me? You can give me everything you want in life. But the only thing I want is to be loved because the true test of a person is love. Think about this. How many people have you known been in love and have stayed in love? A lot of people don't know how to communicate. You think to yourself, communication is important. Learning to trust. Learning to be there for one another through good and bad. Learning to put up with their ups and downs because if you truly love someone, you're not gonna walk away from them. You're gonna do what you can to make them happy. You will do what you can to make their life better, brighter, beautiful. But you promise, that's the word that comes into play, promise. You promise to protect, to love, to cherish, to honor, to always be there through good and bad, in sickness and in health, almost like the marriage vows that a woman and a man say to one another. Similar to that, I promise, I vow to you, under oath, I vow to you, I give you my life, I sacrifice myself for you, my health for you, my undying love for you. I sacrifice, I promise, I give wholly. So I'm going to make sure that all of you understand this now. When you say the word promise, it has very good significance. So say to yourself, I promise to love, to cherish, to take you, to keep you, to never leave you. Promise. Think of those words, promise. God bless all of you. Take care.